Hello, you are very, very welcome to another episode of FNI Rap Chat. This is number 63, and our special, very, very special guest today is Edwina Forkin, uh, someone that we've been wanting to get on the show for a long time. A uh, well-known producer in this country has been making films in Ireland for uh, a long time. Her IMDb list is massive. Uh, so many films, such a va- variety of different films, different projects. Uh, so as you can imagine, uh, a whole lot of experience to to draw from for this conversation. So I found it really, really useful. Uh, we learned a lot from it. Um, so uh, if anyone out there is interested in producing, this is a really good one. Um, very, very positive person. And uh, yeah, I can see why so many people work with her. Uh, she's got so many co-productions that she's got managing and different uh, um companies coming to Ireland and using her her services uh, so yeah you can find more about her out about her at her website um, Sanzibar so Sanzibar Productions you can find out more there um, so yeah a little bit of news we have uh, we heard from Ger Walsh who was one of our early guests I think number three um, his film A Day Like Today is now available to watch on Facebook for free uh, so if you go check out Chair Walsh, uh, he's very, he's one of those filmmakers who's very social media savvy, so he will be easy to find, um, so you can go and check that out. Uh, as always, Paul is not here, he's not here, so he w- would always remind me to give a shout out to our Buy Me A Coffee page if you want to give us a little few quid, uh, if you enjoy the show, um, give us some feedback, uh, something we'd love to hear from you um, about uh, films, films by the filmmakers that have been on the podcast and let us know what you think of them. Um, we're going to have some news coming up very soon. Um, be a bit of a tease, we can't uh, talk about it yet, but um, keep your ears peeled over the next few weeks. So yeah, we'll have another episode next week. But for now, we really hope you enjoy this conversation with Edwina Forkin. Edwina Forkin, thanks so much for coming into the studio. Thank you. I'm great to have me here. Thank you very much. For some of you, have an incredible CV of films. There's, I don't know, there's a lot <laughs> when you go through it. <laughs> I misspent you, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. well, what, what would you say is key to longevity in this game? Okay, well, I think just work hard, keep the head down, don't get involved in the politics and just do the best you can. Yeah. Keep trucking. Just keep trucking. Yeah. And, you know, you eventually get your break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go back to the start and just tell us about how you got into film. Was it something you were always interested in? I guess uh, it wasn't the most obvious uh, path okay, at the time. I, I'm going to say back in the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um, so when I, back in the day, in I think it was 1990, I was entertainment officer in Trinity. So okay. I was the first female ENTS officer. Okay. I studied philosophy. There was kind of no careers. I think back then, if you wanted to get into media, you got a job in RTE and you had to have Irish. And I never, right. I wasn't very good okay. as Irish. Yeah. So I never even thought about it. And then I got a green card and went off to America. So I lived there for about five years. Yeah. And as we say, I came home with a, 
uh, a little surprise, a little baby. So I came okay. home as a single mother. Okay. And I came back to Ireland and uh, his name is Erda Forkin and his dad, Sean Leonard, he was in the music business and he was a sound engineer. Okay. So I came back and I kind of go, and what the hell am I going to do with my life yeah. back in Ireland? And yeah. all I knew was the music business. Okay. And a very good friend of mine, Dara McClatchy, she went to Dwini, you'd make a great film producer. And I kind of went, what do they do? I had no idea. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And she said, listen, the best advice I'll give you is be an AD or a PA yeah. for one or two years. Just watch everything and then you'll know. OK. So I took her advice and I started, like, I think my first freebie kind of uh, job was for a Club Milk commercial. All right. And then I did a short film for Film Base as a costume assistant with Helen Kane you know so I yeah. just went get into the film industry just take any job and just watch so that's kind of what I did and then I got my first break with Brian Willis um, called The Exchange a short film and it was an Arts Council funded project and he said to me would you like to produce it and I went love to and then I got offered I think third AD on In the Name of the Father which was a paying gig right and I kind of went, OK, you really want to be a producer. You you yeah. spent two years watching everybody. That was my film school. Yeah. So I took the plunge and did a freebie for to be, you know, produce my first short film. And okay. that's how I, and then from then on, I started as a producer. OK, brilliant. Uh, so that was my film school was just watching everybody. Yeah, yeah. And around that time, was that the kind of the early to mid 90s? Yeah, that was 90. Four Earl was born. I came back in ninety five, so okay. it was ninety six when I started in business. Yeah. So I was late coming in. Right, yeah. I was thirty. Okay. Yeah. That gives away. I'm fifty two now. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so I was late. I didn't come in. Yeah. I kind of came from left field, coming back from America. Yeah. And really, I started from the ground up. What I say to people it's like a ladder. So yeah. I started off doing freebies, no budget shorts. Got my film base. I got on the C scheme as a single mother back then. They had these schemes for filmmakers and okay. I met Jimmy Marcus. Yeah. And on that scheme, it was fantastic. You know, that there was like, I think, 10 or 15 filmmakers. We got like, I suppose, kind of like the dole. Yeah. And we did the scheme and we were on that, I think, for one or two years. It was like community. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think they had community ACN and Dunleary and then there was film base for filmmakers. Okay. So I managed to get on the two schemes. Yeah. And it was a great kind of learning curve. So I got to make short films. So my first short film with Jimmy Marcus was Seventh Heaven. And then we did Ivor the Insomniac. So I just came up through, I suppose, the schemes that were run by yeah. Foss at the time, which were fantastic and gave opportunities to filmmakers and gave me the kind of groundwork where I could go and make films. And then the film board were very yeah. good. My my second short film was called Zanzibar yeah. and they gave me completion money. So with all that kind of help and support by the government and the film board, yeah. I was then on the road to becoming a film producer. And looking back at that time, um, do you think it was a very positive atmosphere? Was it, or how does it compare to now? Say? Oh no, absolutely. I don't think things have changed that much. I think yeah. everybody, yeah. It's very, we're very privileged to be uh, in the film industry. Yeah. yeah. You know, we have a great tax credit uh, yeah. at the moment. It was Section 35 at the time yeah. that Michael D brought in. And without that support, I, I don't think we would, any of us would have careers because that tax credit 
gives us the opportunity to yeah. to either produce our own work or else work as uh, producers and, and co-productions. Yeah. And then now the film, the film board now called Screen Training or sorry, Screen Ireland. I mean, they kind of started back in 94. Yeah. And really they supported like up and coming filmmakers like myself. Yeah. And they rode in behind us and gave us money. So we yeah. like I look at my kind of counterparts in Europe or in America and yeah. we, they go, do you know how blessed you are? And I think I do. Yeah. Be it if it, you're Ed Guiney to, mm. you know, Mac Derek Keller, any of the guys, they've all kind of come up, worked really hard yeah. and had the support of uh, the Irish government. And that's where we are yeah. today, I think. And that's not necessarily in every country. No, it's seen. not. Right. Yeah. So we're very blessed. Yeah. yeah. And there... and even like the education, say, yeah. with ID, IADT or NUIG or Trinity, yeah. it's all about, I think what the government or, the, or you know, the Department of Arts, it's about supporting everything from, I suppose, Screen Ireland, but also the training, which is really important. And I came up doing YAVE, which was a, a European uh, course for producers, and then ACE, which is another producer course, and uh, the Media Business School, Ronda in Spain. So they were like, that was my university at the right. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got supported by Screen Ireland yeah. and also um, FOSS at the time too go on these courses. Yeah. Uh, but you were kind of travelling around going to them. They weren't all in one place. No, 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 no. And these were over a couple of years. Yeah. Like, But I think as a, a filmmaker or as a producer, you always are learning. Like I'm yeah. always learning. Even yeah. now I'm always learning. I went back and did an MA in IADT last year. Okay. In creative production and screen finance. Right. So you're yeah. always learning. Wow. Because technology, the, the business is always changing and you yeah. have to keep on top of everything. Yeah. And how was that for you going back? It was funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, when I did my last thesis, we used to handwrite things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we had, you know, a secretary to type it for you. Right. And this time, I, I think the hardest thing wasn't the content, was actually learning how to format and do all the kind of hyperlinks. And, right, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. kind of computery stuff, even yeah. though I'm good on computers. But yeah. it's like... Going back to do kind of a paper, I was like, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was great. And in fairness, um, IADT was just nice to get the piece of paper. I kind of had it in my head when I hit 50, mm. I want to go back and get a master's in filmmaking. Okay. Because I teach a lot. Yeah, I feel, I feel yeah. like you could give that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's what they all said. But, you know, I just didn't have that piece of paper. And yeah. I like, to, I, I'm a very, I like to kind of push myself. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. And, um, Plus make a few films at the same time. You yeah. Know? So that was kind of funny. It was the busiest year of my life. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. insane. Uh, and I guess courses are great as well for meeting new people as well. Yeah, no, what they did, we, we I met amazing um, uh, filmmakers. There was like Brian Rossi. I've just, we just did a Wexford County Council short film that great. the two of us met on that course and we kind of went in together. Yeah. And Lean Beatty, who's on the on the course so the three of us made that film together which was lovely to yeah. kind of do a short film together yeah uh, the back of doing IADT so that was kind of cool yeah and we've just literally just finished it so that's going to be doing the circuit Brilliant. soon yeah and then what else um, there was like uh, Maya Elliott she's in LA there was Damien who, he's he's an animator yeah. from Dunleary Film School already yeah and there was uh, Lara Hickey She's a filmmaker now, so there was great. And there is another one, and I can't think of his name. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So there was a really good kind of class, and we 
really gelled and they learned a lot from me and I learned a lot from them. Yeah, brilliant. So you're always learning. Yeah. And even with the young filmmakers coming in, they have another wealth of talent and I love listening to them talk about film and seeing their perspective because everything's changing so much. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, I assume people, you're often getting sent scripts and reading sent scripts and reading (laughs) scripts. Do you have a system for... How yes. you, yeah, go on. Yeah. <laughs> no, back in the day, I would have read everything. Yeah. But now I just wouldn't have the time. Yeah. So Lorcan Kavanagh is my head of development and a kind of a, a, a young producer working with me. Yeah. So I would get him. Everything goes through him first. Okay. He would uh, tell me if anything's good, and yeah. then I would have. Then I would look at it, and then we would kind of work. You know, decide together if we're going to take something on. Yeah. And we would get. I don't know, five scripts a month to read, or you know, it's okay. quite a lot, you yeah. know. So, yeah. and you have to kind of read them, yeah. could even be more. I mean, and then you have your slate, and you have to think about your slate, and kind you have to give attention to everybody, yeah. So, you have to only really take on a certain amount. So, he's producing some of them, I'm executing them, or else I'm producing my own stuff. So, sometimes you get really well written scripts, but I just they aren't extra special for me to take up, yeah. So that's kind of hard because people, you don't, you don't insult people, but yeah. I can only do so much. Yeah, yeah. And there's other producers and I do think we need more producers in Ireland. Yeah. Believe it or not. Do you? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. The more producers you have, the better. And I think it's an international marketplace and they can, there's different types of content you can make. Mm. So be it animation or documentary or video content. Yeah. Or and what, what, what do you think about filmmakers, writers, directors producing themselves uh, sometimes there's a feeling that you're giving over or that there's things that filmmakers we, we don't need to go to production companies what, what? Yeah well I would say I think it's important like I, I do a lot of visual artists as yeah. well I'm working with um, I've worked with Claire Langan, Vivian Dick Trish McAdam I'm, you know, uh, I'm working with Donald Foreman at the moment yeah. And they're creative artists and they kind of, sometimes they just need me to kind of just do the paperwork yeah. and the boring stuff yeah. because they just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Not that they can't do it themselves, but what they do is they kind of go out and raise the money, say, from the Arts Council. And then they would come to me and go, Edwina, can you help manage? Yeah. So it's kind of like a line production service job. Okay. Yeah. Then I do, I've worked with filmmakers who have really kind of produced it and then have come to me to maybe do the tax credit, things like that. Like, say, Tom Collins, you know, he, he's a producer, yeah. writer, director. Yeah. And then he would have come to me to do kind of the section for eight one, which is kind of the financial part of it. Yeah. Um, so there's different kind of relationships with writers, directors and yeah. producers. Yeah. And then sometimes you might co-produce. But I think what happens is, especially in a feature film or TV show, you have to have the support of your producer. So I'd say, yes, a writer, director, producer might have to get it to a certain level. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe go and find the help. Yeah. Because if they went too early for a producer, producers could be busy. Yeah. And I do understand that they get frustrated. So sometimes they just go, well, I'm going to just do it myself. Yeah. But they shouldn't think about the creative control. It's about getting the film made and it's better to have your team around you and get your film made than just have control of nothing that might get produced. Yeah, I get it. So it's a very difficult job. Yeah, yeah. And anything can happen. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, we had Paul Duan on a few months ago, and he was kind of saying, you know, that you have to, we have to, as filmmakers, we need to get better at you know co-producing and, and being part of it mm-hmm. as well. And get and as you were saying, kind of getting it to a point, and then obviously when you're shooting, you can't do everything, yes. you know. But you need it's don't hand over everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, and I would be kind of fair where if you know you have to acknowledge. Yes, they've brought it to this level. I'm working on a Greek project. Yeah. And are not bringing any money from Ireland. Yeah. But all I've done is I've supported her. I've got her her sales agent. I've I've got it equity yeah. people yeah. involved. And she is the she has brought it to this point. Now I've always been in the background helping yeah. her. Yeah. And she's like you know, do we want you to come on as producer? But I go, you are the producer, I'll be the co-producer because yeah. you have to give somebody they have got it to that yeah. point. And because she's so passionate and it was a project, she was able to get it to that point. So it's the same with Paul. Paul would, yeah. you know, he's he's a fantastic filmmaker. Yeah. And he, not only does he make films, he produces, but he produces other people. And yeah. our good friend, Corrine Scott, who just passed just recently, he he produced a lot of her stuff and he was a great supporter of her work. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. Um, and how, how do you approach co-productions? Um I guess there's you have to be so careful about who you kind of get into bed. Get into, I, that, yeah. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's really it is like a marriage, and sometimes you have a divorce. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the thing is, it's about it's always goes back to the script and the the film you wanted to make together. Right. Now, sometimes I do films that are production services that you know you're doing it. You're kind of a, a producer for hire, yeah. and that's fine. You know what you're getting into. But if you're a creative producer and you want to work on a fantastic film, you have to have the same vision with the other producer or the mm. producer-director to get to that goal. So there is a bit of trust, and sometimes that can be broken, yeah. and you try to kind of mend it because you, you still have to deliver the film yeah. to your financiers and to your, you know, you have a responsibility to people to deliver the film that you said you're going out going off to make so yeah sometimes things can get hard and you end up having to do reshoots and yeah and you mightn't make any money making that film but you have committed to it so you have to deliver yeah so it is picking the right partners but it's always about having the right vision for that film that you set out to make yeah and like say with ed or with um lenny their relationship it's mm. great. So they'll always work together. So I think when a producer and then a writer director find each other, yeah. It could be a happy marriage. Yeah. You know? And if not you'll do one film and then go, see ya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's but it. you have to deliver on that film. Yeah, yeah. Are there any common mistakes that you see kind of younger producers making? No, I you know, I think it's an exciting time. Every time I see like like just take t- detainment. What yeah. a fantastic short. Yeah. Like I look at that and I go, wow, look at, look where Ireland and filmmaking is. I look at mm. all the cool films in the cinema at the moment and yeah. you're going, like, how far have we come from when we started? So yeah. I find it, uh, the future is bright. Yeah, There's great filmmakers. I think it must be an exciting time to be coming in yeah. as, a, as a young person yeah. and, um, you know, looking at the films that have gone before and saying, right, we can tell our story on an international yeah, playing field. Yeah. So I think it's exciting times, and uh, I think we're going from strength to strength. Yeah, 
Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think I, you know, I, I go, you know, that's why keep it like I look at the young, you know, the young folks coming up and I go, listen, I better be nice to them because they're the future. Yeah. And they might be giving me a job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's kind of like Donal was my intern when he was 15. Right. And now he's working with me. He's yeah. brought me his project. Yeah. yeah. So you never know who you're going to work with. That's amazing. He did the image you missed. Is that Donald? He, d- he did. Um, the one we're doing is uh, Queens of Clue Bay, but he did. And I just saw the film and I can't think of the title, but he did a fantastic uh, documentary of his his father was a filmmaker. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what's the, the name I think film. it's The Image That You Missed. Though. The Image That You Missed. Thank yeah. you. That is it. Sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah. So it's a fantastic yeah. film. Yeah. And I'm so proud. Like, he literally around the corner from here. He was my intern when he was 15. Wow. And I'm so proud that that's he's yeah. an amazing filmmaker. And what's the project you're We're doing is, uh, it's, it's called, it's going to shoot in September. And it's Arts Council funded uh, feature film. His first one. It's Brilliant. So we have. Uh, is that real art or? Uh, it must be the real art. Yeah, but okay. it's you know it's very exciting. So I'm gonna make it with them, and we're just down in Ackle and in um, Clare Island doing location scouting, and it was just fantastic. Yeah, and it was kind of you know kind of cool hanging out with them and yeah. kind of working together. Yeah, producer yeah. kind of. Yeah, he will, as I say, be the producer, writer, yeah. director, but mm-hmm. I'm his other producer who's doing all the. I get you. Yeah. Logistics that's, or whatever. And that's a great relationship there, you know, yeah. since he's 15. Yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. And Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. yeah <laughs> it is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, and then, it, you know, and and then, but for me to use my, you know, my experience and my yeah. expertise to, you know, help him in his journey. Yeah. And as a, as a producer, I mean, it is good. That is, you're supposed to support your, well, your director, I would think. Yeah. You try to anyway. Yeah. And you can. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you mentioned uh, Tom Collins. Yeah, there. Tom Collins, yeah. So you just finished? Or we did uh, Act yeah. 3 and Penance, and that was a tough film. We shot that up in Donegal, and it was just on TG Carra Easter. Okay. So I'm still now doing paperwork to deliver all the paperwork right. to revenue. Yeah. So that's the boring stuff, and it's hideous, <laughs> boring yeah, yeah, paperwork. Yeah. yeah. But so we're, I'm just wrapping up that one, and then... Um, what you call it? That was a big period drama about 1916, and yeah. it, it's great. We got a. It's already sold. I think um, it's gone in the UK and Ireland on DVD. It kind of went out in okay. telly, and then we've also yeah. done a North American deal. So it's wow. out. In the, so. So that's um, was that Cindy Carr? T.G. Carr. Uh, but it's their scheme. Is oh, it their Cine, feature film? Yeah, it must have been Cindy. I came in yeah. late again because yeah. Tom had got the finance, and then I came in to do the section for eight one. So. He kind of developed it, and then I kind of came in for the production. Okay. So, yeah, yeah that's how that all happened. And that was a UK-Irish co-production with Northern Irish Screen Money and our, uh, Irish Language Broadcast Fund and BAI, who are fantastic, TG Gaher and yeah. Screen Ireland. And the, two, and the two tax credits, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of logos. <laughs> a lot of end. logos, yeah. <laughs> and, then, um, and then at the moment, I'm... I start prep on Monday. Well, I'm in kind of prep, but I start proper prep on Monday in Ardmore Studios on a Hallmark film, which is called, what is it called? My True Love's Wedding. Okay. <laughs> nice romantic film. Yeah, yeah. Set in Ireland, kind of in the P.S. I Love You vein. Okay. And so we start that and we got, I think, Meredith Patterson is our actress and we're looking for an Irish lead guy at the moment. So Please. we're casting for that. 
and Maureen Hughes is casting that for us. Right. Are you seeing some interesting talent out there? Oh, yeah. Listen, they're, I, I'm dragging in all my favourites. So yeah, obviously yeah. the Americans have to cast them. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, yeah. I won't mention their names because we don't know who's yeah. going to get it yet. Yeah, but there's yeah. some great Irish talent. And, right. you know, and they're all good, handsome looking fellas that to ah, boot yeah. for the, the American <laughs> market. <laughs> I mean, you say a Hallmark film. That... Because I've heard that phrase, but is that an actual company? Or yeah, it's yeah. called Crown Media. They do kind of love yeah. romantic stories. Yeah, right. And uh, they they do two films a week. It's wow. a machine. I did one for them last year called Roy the Ever After. Okay. And then I've got this one and then we have another one coming down the tracks. Okay. Called uh, My uh, Lucky in Love. Okay. So, but there's a big market there. They're yeah. great TV movies. There's, it's great for Irish crew and cast to get, you know, work. Yeah. And it's good for the economy to come in and they bring this money in and they get the tax credit. So I do the tax credit end and co-produce with them. And uh, there's a ready-made audience. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. they literally have a channel called uh, Hallmark Channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then here it's Movies 24. So oh, then they okay. sell us all the movies, t- like... Yeah, yeah. Trust me, I my mother, I hang out with my mother who's ninety, <laughs> and I watch all those films. Right. So I'm an expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things. If you're not, I, I haven't seen it. I don't I know I'm sure you have. But it's great that they're being made. And a, you know, and it helps with the company. Yeah. You know, cash flow for the company and uh, yeah. production services. And then I have another German TV film coming in in May. They're already booking me for May for next year. Brilliant. Yeah. So. That kind of is the bread and butter, and yeah. then it, that pays for you to be more creative as well. Yeah, and the Germans seem to like these Irish romance. Oh yeah, s- stories. As oh well. yeah. <laughs> what is it? Yeah, I mean, we're so romantic. <laughs> you know what it is? It's a beautiful location. Right. They love. I mean, the west of Ireland. They love Donegal. I mean, yeah. we shot at Tom Collins's film in um, Donegal, and yeah. it was so beautiful. I mean, the locations are amazing. I've shot a lot in Galway. I've shot in Clare. There's West Court. I mean, any other locations are fantastic. This one we're shooting now is going to be obviously Wicklow and Dublin area. Yeah. Oh, and I have a Brazilian film coming in. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're coming in for a week. Okay. And that's the end of July. And that is called uh, The Butterfly Diaries. So they're coming to Ireland to shoot for a week. Okay. Yeah. So it's like Brazilian. Brazilian. Yeah. And I've done a Portuguese film before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Back in the day. Yeah. Called yeah. Dot com. Da- so. Okay. Sorry, I feel like I'm ranting. No, now. no, these are that, that's brilliant. Um, I, how do you keep it all in your head? Uh, I don't know. I just work hard. I, I, I was just saying that to Sony, like, you know, because I'm on LA time. So sometimes I work into one and then you're up and then really? I do my Irish time and then you work. Yeah. yeah. So it is full on. Jeez, I don't know how you can keep so many projects. I would just be so yeah, <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> that's why, see, that's why they say about women being good multitaskers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> it's true. And I have a good team, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, without them, you're nothing, isn't that it? Yeah. Well, some, on the show, we like to just talk about some of the the more difficult sides of the, the uh, of the industry. And what what do you find kind of the hardest thing about working at the moment? Well, at the moment. I think, let me have a think. I suppose with the new scheme, now the, the, the tax credit has changed. So it's kind of kept changing, even though it's fantastic to yeah. have the tax credit. Mm. It's about cash flowing that tax credit. Right. And if you have many projects, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like as a company, if you're a small company like me, 
trying to have that kind of uh, cash flow backup or the support. So that's kind of one difficulty. But, you know, I have to go out and find it and I do. And in fairness to maybe the production services uh, work I do, they would cash flow that. So that helps a lot. But my own kind of projects, you know, you have to go out and find the money to cash flow it. So that's, I think... um, and then when when you're a small company like myself, it's, again, all the compliance with revenue. So I think they're making it kind of more cumbersome. But mm. I suppose they're trying to make it more efficient. Yeah. But I suppose we're all finding our feet now with the new system. Right. So they've just changed it. So to hopefully make it more uh, production friendly. So let's see how the new system works. So okay. maybe yeah. what I'm saying is not going to be defunct. But uh, <laughs> so that's kind of what's going on at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the crew, uh, you know, we're. I, I do think we need more crews. Like it's very busy at the moment and crewing up, and I think we need more continuity people. We need uh, more uh, production designers. You know, yeah, yeah. kind of. Um, you know, everybody seems to be busy once uh, a film is happening. People are sucked up. Yeah. And what was the other? You know, um, there was another department. I forget, but, you know, it's definitely we need to, you know, stream, you know, have more people coming into the industry. Yeah. So you have a good crew base. Yeah. We have an excellent crew base, but it's just have more. And I'm, I know people are coming in being trained. So it's getting them from coming out of the colleges, getting them trained up. Yeah. So that we have a better work crew. Yeah. And, and a good team. Yeah. So things like that. So I think yeah. it's just at that level. Um, again, I suppose with the the, the unions, I think uh, Screen um, Producers Ireland is trying to navigate with the unions about so that we are all singing from the same hymn sheet. Right. So that's another. So I suppose yeah. they're kind of union, pub, you know, industrial yeah. relations. I think that for me to go and pitch to the states, I need to say this is what it's going to cost mm. and not have things fluctuate mm. too much. I think the housing, I had a German... Um, Producer come in to meet me yeah. for a meeting, and uh, he's going to bring a lot of money to Ireland. Yeah. And he came in, and the cheapest hotel he could find was seven hundred and fifty quid during the week. What? And he's like, "Do we know how can we? You know." So again, there is a. I, yeah. I believe there is a housing crisis. Yeah. And, you know, the people for business and for like say the, yeah. any of the big companies coming in, that the government have to sort out that. Hotels are reasonable. Yeah. That um, now, in fairness to my Hallmark film, that I have, you know, the people I got good prices out yeah. in the, you know, for where we're staying out yeah. in the Bray area, so that's yeah. fine. But I'm sure for the city centre, it's very tough. Even for the Brazilians coming yeah. in, I have yeah. to find them accommodation. Right. So I think things like that. So it's that makes us less competitive. Make, yeah. Makes us less competitive. So we have to be competitive, yeah. and then who knows what's going to happen with the Brexit. So. Yeah, we have to be mindful, and we have to mind, you know, our industry, and we have to, you know, and, and they're coming here because they love the locations. They think it's a charming place to work, which yeah. it is. Yeah, and that the crew, that we have happy, you know, cohesive crews, and that deliver on what their expectations are, which you know, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. So, they're kind of all. The, so it's a tough environment, but we just want to have to, you know, up our game as yeah. in. You know, the, we just have to sort out the accommodation issues and then kind of cost, keep costs down for productions coming in. Right. Yeah. 
very important. Yeah, very important because we want to keep our competitive edge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mentioned kind of training there, and uh, we've seen in the last few years um, kind of a push to have a more of a gender balance, and yeah. I think as well, I think coming in the future as well, it'd be important to, to to hear more voices. And how how do you feel? we're doing is, is there you know I think I well I'd like to think we're doing great because a lot I would say on my cru- cruise I'd like to say there's quite yeah. a good balance I would have you know especially in camera department I work with a lot of uh, female be it camera people or focus pullers or yeah. you know so there is definitely um, a lot of involvement and it was funny the the Americans coming in were like Edwina we'd like to see more f-. even they were asking for more female CVs which right. I thought was really refreshing that's great which yeah. was really kind of cool yeah and so for any roles I put up I would always have at least one CV of a female yeah, yeah. like you know usually I ha- might have to give three but there would be one or two you know so yeah. I would try to yeah. myself as a producer give a gender balance now yeah it's up to the person on what they see on the CV who they're going to hire yeah. And I think what Screen Ireland are doing with their um, their new scheme for the filmmakers, an extra 100,000 if it's a writer, yeah. director, I think that's going to be great. Yeah. And then once we hit that parity, then mm. it's e- everything will be equal, fair game. Yeah. But at the moment, you know, there is a lot of uh, male-dominated industry, but that's yeah. kind of what we all got into. Yeah. I love working with guys, but definitely... I think when there's a few girls in the mix, it yeah. kind of keeps them all yeah. well behaved in a way. You know, on both I mean? sides. On I both think. sides, yeah. it keeps them all kind of like, or else they all get frustrated. Yeah. Or <laughs> but it definitely keeps the manners in everybody. Yeah. So yeah, I do yeah. think, and then creatively, it's brilliant to see all these amazing female writer directors coming up and more roles yeah. for yeah. Uh, female characters. So I think it's, I think everything's quite positive. So yeah. it, it you, you know, know it'd be I, better I for everyone. Listen, I think. You know, little did I know that, I, you know, when I started off, I would have been one of the few females. And now it's great that everybody, you know, like even the practically the whole film board seems to be female. Yeah, and, yeah. and everywhere you go, there's a lot of female, um, uh, you know, either executives yeah. or... Yeah. You know, technicians. So yeah. that's a yeah. we're getting to a good place, I think. Yeah. And like you mightn't even see all the benefits. They're not going to be immediate, but it's the the kids who are in school now yeah, and kind of seeing and they're yeah. not just, like I'm. They're, they're saying I'm not just going to be the continuity girl or not yeah. just you know that kind of thing. They're, that they yeah. can be the camera woman or they yeah. can be the grip or whatever yeah. or the yeah like there's a. I have Caroline, who's a, a female grip, and she's brilliant. You yeah. know what I mean? There's yeah. all these kind of um, really strong, yeah, uh, female working within the kind of I suppose male dominant yeah. uh, departments before. So that's really refreshing, and I think they they bring another added value yeah. to it. Yeah. You know, so it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, is there any advice that you wish you could have given to yourself when you were starting out? <laughs> <laughs> Let me have a think about that one. I I think I didn't quite. I you know I say this to people. I thought I said oh I love you know do film. I don't want to do nine to five, but I think it's definitely a nine to nine job. <laughs> so don't yeah. do it to think oh, 
it is kind of a, you know you work long hard hours yeah. but at least you enjoy what you do and sometimes it's difficult and you have to do the kind of crappy stuff and be yeah. out in the, yeah. the lashings of rain and yeah, yeah. cold and tired and all yeah. that but you know it is rewarding and when you see especially I did a film called Sanctuary which is very close to my heart yeah. which is uh, a film uh, the Blue Teapot uh, cast were involved and uh, I don't know if you know about that one but that was yeah, kind of it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just a fabulous film. And people say, what's what's your success? I said, that's my success. Mm. It wasn't a monetary one. It was to make a film that, you know, with a whole cast, an ensemble that were intellectually disabled, Down syndrome, and that it was groundbreaking. And Len Collin and Christian O'Reilly, they did a fantastic job. So that's success. And in fairness to Screen Ireland, BAI and RT, they supported that. And how many films like that get supported? So things are changing. So it's not even gender, Mm. but also for disability. So I think it's more inclusive. Yeah, more inclusive. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, You seem to have a lot of resilience. Is there any, is that just something you're born with? Or is there any advice for filmmakers on how to kind of grow that? Well, the best bit of advice I would say is get your driver's license and have a car. (laughs) I say that to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think don't think don't take personally just work hard and yeah. try not to get involved in what I get, kind of gossip or moaning just kind yeah. of you know just be polite and nice and just get on with your job yeah. and don't get involved um, I just think if, if people come in do their job do a good job they'll do well in this industry yeah. and you know because people kind of you know Sometimes in it, you're hanging around lots and idle gossip and stuff, and just yeah. kind of go, okay, no, we're just getting the job done. Yeah, yeah. keep you know, keep to your, not keep to yourself, but you know, just get your job done yeah. and don't get um, waylaid with stuff. And then um, be polite and just work hard and try and kind of see if you kind of preempt stuff. If you think, oh, you see something that might go wrong, try and kind of say in a very nice way to your head of department. Yeah. Listen, I'm just letting you know, maybe there's a sticker on the on the shirt or something yeah. in a polite way, not to yeah. kind of point it out yeah. in front of everybody, yeah. but say to the head of the department. Yeah. And know your protocol and learn yeah. the old ways are the best ways, like le- learn how to do budgeting and scheduling and kind of how came the history of it, of how, why we do it in a certain way. Because when... It kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then there's a reason why you have a head of department that you yeah. go to and say, listen, I think, you know, you haven't spotted this or yeah. the prop is wrong. Yeah. So be mindful and look on set yeah. and kind of be aware and then be uh, mindful of your your crew members and yeah. your cast members. So make yourself useful, but in a... In a polite way. In a polite way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Don't uh, try and show anybody up. That's yeah, what, yeah. That's important. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, Lorena, thank you so much. That was yeah. a fantastic chat. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. Take care, brother. I'm Tarek O'Shea. I'm Alama Jekadumi. And I'm Pater Kuyvonik. And we are part of the Motherfucker team. Motherfucker is a podcast of words, Irish, Irish words, and words from Ireland. 
It comes every Friday on the Headstuff Podcast Network. So join us for an irreverent and sometimes insightful but always exciting look at the Irish language, Hiberno-English and all sorts of word games at play. Biggie out.